This is the next big thing on Ethereum. We've all heard of Polygonmatic, Arbitrum, and Optimism, but this layer two is redefining the space. Welcome to the Beanpod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of the Beanpod is sponsored by KyberSwap. KyberSwap is a DEX and DEX aggregator, which is built to facilitate all your DeFi needs in one single platform. Fast, cheap, and safe. User experience is KyberSwap's sole focus to make everyone's life better in DeFi. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be discussing what might be the next big thing on Ethereum. This is the world's first DAO spawned layer two. So we're all familiar with Arbitrum and Optimism and Polygonmatic layer two solutions to help scale and make Ethereum more efficient. Really important when we have institutional players and adoption coming into the space, you need to have really fast transaction speeds, instant finality, block times, all these things that to increase the adoption that Ethereum doesn't necessarily give these big players because nobody wants to be paying $40, $60 in gas fees or have really slow throughput. So you need a layer two solution like this one to help increase mass adoption. Yeah, for sure. So look, if if you've been a fan of this show, if you follow us on all of our other social media platforms, you see us talking about layer two scaling solutions quite a bit. And even more so recently, you know, the layer two hype train really started earlier this year. Obviously, Polygonmatic is, you know, the largest and, and oldest one. But we saw earlier this year, we were talking about Arbitrum a lot. We were talking about Optimism a lot. Recently, we've talked about Coinbase, the base, base by Coinbase a lot. So there's a lot of L2s playing around. But... The reason why you, why it's, why we talk about this a lot is, is, as you mentioned, Ethereum has been a victim of its own success. You know, Ethereum has not been able to keep up with the mass adoption and popularity of its blockchain. And if you've ever traded on Uniswap, you know what we're talking about. You know, during the last meme coin season, gas fees were up at like $250 a trade. It's just not sustainable. And it prevents a lot of people from getting involved in crypto because, you know, your average investor can't just be lighting $250 on fire every time they want to buy a coin. Especially when the transaction fails. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous, yeah. right? So if you've ever used that, you know why, you know, Vitalik Buterin himself has come out and say, layer twos are the future of Ethereum scaling and we need layer twos to drive mass adoption to not only crypto, but Ethereum itself. So that's why we decided today to review one of the newer and kind of hidden gem layer twos in the space that I feel like people are still not really talking about despite their impressive tech. So make sure you watch this episode to the end to find out who it is and why we think this is one you need to know about. So this is ranked in the top 30 by market cap and nobody's talking about it. Crazy. So it currently has a $1.5 billion market cap with a fully diluted 2.8 fully diluted market cap. Optimism and Matic for a contrast, have a $7 billion market cap and Arbitrum has an $11 billion market cap, mm. which is crazy. Yeah. This one aims to be the main Ethereum scaling solution. Pretty wild stuff. So <clears throat> what it is, and I guess we could reveal the project we're talking about, yep. is Mantle. So Mantle launched its mainnet in July. So it's a brand new launch of the mainnet. They're in testnet prior to that. This was initiated by BitDAO, and which is backed by Bybit, which is the fifth ranked, very important, fifth ranked uh, exchange in the world. Huge. 
So with that comes a lot of money. And that's important for develop the development of the ecosystem, for attracting new partners, et cetera. It was launched in 2021 with a $230 million private sale. The ability to scale out this ecosystem is massive when you have that sort of funding. Would you agree? A hundred percent. I would say, you know, not only having the backing of a huge company like that, but, you know, we, we've talked about, we talk about smaller projects sometimes that don't quite have the marketing budget. You talk about bigger projects that have, not only is having a huge company like Bybit and all that behind you, it's, it's connections. You know, when you talk about a layer two building big partnerships, you always see some of the competition in the layer two space building these big partnerships. These, they bring these brand names in, which draws interest and kind of gives credibility to the project. So when you see a project like Mantle that's already very well connected, I think that bodes very well for their future. Now, when you look into, you know, the, the broad, the, the high layer of what Mantle is trying to build, which kind of was one of the things that makes me really interested in them, is the fact that their, their focus is on usability. Yeah. It's about UX, user interface while improving speed and transaction costs, but it's really the root of it is improving UX, so user experience. And you know, when you read about crypto projects and you use crypto projects, a lot of it is quite technical. It's quite, you know, when it starts to talk about crypto developers, blockchain, there's a lot of stuff going on there. But at the end of the day, when you want to drive adoption to a project and really bring users on there, it has to be a sleek interface and the dApps that are built on the blockchain have to be fast and easy to use. And I think Mantle is putting a very big onus on that, which I love. And it's not just for the people, the end users of the platform. It's also the developers. You need to have, we just had one of the most well-connected projects in the industry on for an interview. And he was talking about no code, low code, and how important that is to bring developers onto your your blockchain. Mm -hmm. Because without that, you can't really expand it. You can't grow it. So the fact that they're fo focusing on usability, the user interface for both the end user, but also the, 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 the developers mm -hmm. is extremely, extremely important because that's how you build up these new dApps. That's how you, and that's how you get that adoption. Right now, there's, I believe there's somewhere around 83 or almost 100 different dApps that are being built on mm -hmm. testnet. That's going to be really easy to bridge them onto the mainnet. Yep. And that's just going to have a thriving ecosystem from the get-go. For sure. Now, you know, when you, you hear, we, we talk about this Mantle project and how they already have this large market cap, while people are still not talking about them because they're relatively new, well, there must be a lot going on under the hood. So if you take kind of a broad look at Mantle, they have the Mantle ecosystem, which comprises of an Ethereum Layer 2 blockchain, Mantle Network, a DAO, Mantle Governance, one of the largest on-chain treasuries, Mantle Treasury, and an upcoming Ethereum liquid staking product, Mantle LSD, liquid staking derivatives. And it's all built on Ethereum, as we know. But what I wanted to highlight here, and one thing I love about it, is the LSD. Because I think liquid staking derivatives is the future of staking, future of DeFi. And we always see DeFi kind of come and go. We saw the DeFi summer a couple of years ago where all these liquid staking pooling, but... Now I think the future of DeFi is really going to be liquid staking. And we've talked about this a few times in, in our previous episodes, but what liquid staking is, is it allows you to, so if you stake Ethereum, for example, traditionally your Ethereum's locked up and you're, you know, you're seeing yield on it, but you can't do anything with what you staked. But with liquid staking, you're able to, you get the, you know, the wrapped liquid token and you're able to get yield on it and also use what you provided in other ways. So I think it's really the next level, the next wave of DeFi. And the fact that Mantle has made this one of the four cornerstone pillars of their ecosystem, that's huge. 
Yeah, I mean, think about it. You're a, a massive hedge fund or you're a big bank with billions, if not trillions of dollars. But you want to see some passive income or some yield mm-hmm. from your investment. You don't want to lock up for 30 days or 60 days with traditional um, staking protocols. Yep. It needs to be liquid so you can withdraw it and take it out at any given time because you never know how the market's going to react. You don't know when you're going to need those funds, et cetera. So uh, I really noticed something on their on their website, which I really like, is the gaming accelerator, Game 7. Okay. Um, it's a eco, it's a mental ecosystem initiative, which is going to help drive, which we believe could be one of the bigger, I guess, you know, we talked about GambleFi, for example, and how it's like a natural progression for uh, blockchain betting. So another pillar in which we believe will be a mass adoption, uh, from a mass adoption perspective will be the gaming uh, sector. And the fact that they have a gaming initiative, I think is also very important to be looking at, especially when you're looking at high transaction, like when you are gaming, you have to have high transactions uh, speeds and it has to be cheap. So a mantle makes sense for that to happen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, we've, we've covered blockchain gaming and all that kind of stuff a lot in the show. And even though it appears that it's in a massive bear market, like everything else, we think the future of blockchain gaming is going to be massive. So when you see, you know, every project, when we talk about this, when we, we review projects, it's nice to see projects that are kind of gearing themselves towards certain things. So when you see Mantle putting an onus on, li- on liquid stake and derivatives, I like that. When you see one of the, the top, you know, things in the ecosystem going to be game seven, their they're gaming accelerator. I like that as well. So there's a lot of things that are ticking the boxes. Um, then you kind of talk about the Mantle token. So the Mantle token, so now we're comparing it again to like Arbitrum or Optimism. You can use Arbitrum and Optimism without using the token because right. Ethereum is the gas fee. Yeah. But with Mantle, the Mantle token is the native gas. Right. So you talk about token utility and being built into the ecosystem, you know, uh, propelling growth for not only the, the entire ecosystem, but the token. The fact that Mantle is the gas for the Mantle network, that cannot be overstated the importance of that. I also think we can't overlook the Mantle Eco Fund as well. Um, you need to have money on the sidelines to attract new talent, new developers, and get people engaging in the ecosystem. So with the Mantle Eco Fund, they are able to capitalize on a pool of $200 million. Aside from the Eco Fund, they also have a grants program. They have these different, so they have type A, type B, and type C. So basically you can, let's say you're, you're launching a new project. So they have this initial deployment grant of $10,000 you can receive. Or if you already have a live project with a community, you can receive $50,000 to $150,000 worth. Huge. Like This is really big because where are you going to choose to build? Are you going to choose to build on a layer two that doesn't necessarily have those funds av- available to you? Mm. Or are you going to want it like, look, we're a small startup. We have this great idea. We have this active community. Now you can start tapping into these funds that has been awarded and granted by Mantle. I think there was a $200 million in that uh, capital pool. Yeah. The, that's, that's a lot of money. And then there's also the vent, venture funding that you can get as well. So it, it's a lot. And yeah. I think it's really important that I think people know that if you're looking to partake in the ecosystem in any way, whether you're a developer or, or whatnot, and you have a, a project out there, then that's something you can consider. For sure. And I think it adds a lot of credence to why they've already are, you know, ranked so highly as a crypto project because they have, you know, this $200 million development fund. They have all these things. And the layer two ecosystem or the layer two landscape they're not that many working layer twos, right? You know, layer ones, there's layer ones to the cows come home. Yeah. 
thousands or hundreds oh of layer God, ones. It's ridiculous. ridiculous. But layer twos, that's why we've been talking about them more lately because there just aren't that many working. So when you, it's kind of easier to compare and contrast the layer twos. So one thing, you know, we've already covered mantle. You know, the token is the gas, which we love that. That's a huge advantage over the other layer twos. The other thing is, and you know, this is kind of a, a new thing in crypto. Mantle is the world's first DAO spawned layer two. So when you, when you talk about being decentralized, on-chain governments, all this kind of stuff, they're very, for, they're very forward-looking with that. And, you know, we've started to learn a bit more DAOs, a bit more about DAOs in some of our recent interviews. So to see them kind of differentiating them, you know, Arbitrum, Optimism, you know, maybe not as decentralized because they're not DAO spawned. So that's another kind of competitive advantage that, that Mantle might have moving forward. Yeah, and the fact that you can just either bridge onto Mantle if you're an existing project or you can just build right on mantle is I think imperative. Um, look, look, we got scalability, high throughput. We have low transaction fees. Mm-hmm. We have interoperability. We have development funds. It takes a lot of boxes for a company that's sitting uh, with a relatively low market cap compared to its competitors. Also went to DeFi Llama and saw that the total value locked has been increasing every single day since their mainnet launched. Yeah. It says that there is adoption it is growing and it's heading in the right direction. Yeah, for sure. You know, we, we're talking about they're an EVM compatible L2 with nearly 100 projects building. Um, they're kind of positioning themselves in a lot of hot narratives moving forward, whether it's blockchain gaming, LSD. Um, there's, there's a lot of things to like about Mantle. And, you know, you hear people always talk about Arbitrum Optimism, Polygonmatic and stuff, but I just don't think enough people are talking about Mantle. Um, they've got a really sharp website, experienced team, a lot of people behind them. So, yeah, I think um, it was, it's, it's a good time to talk about them now. Um, I think um, this is one to keep an eye on for sure, especially everything comes and goes. And I think the Layer 2 narrative will come back. It you know, kind of is right now. Yeah. Like, we're seeing it again. Yeah. So, you know, maybe maybe um, Mantle's one to put on your radar. Like, if, if there's anything else that, that you guys have heard about Mantle, uh, any project that are building on Mantle that you want us to check out, make sure to leave them, leave them in their comments because I feel like this is a project we might talk about again. Absolutely. Hey, make sure you guys tune into the next episode. That one is going to be a banger. views expressed by speakers on the Beanpod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the Beanpod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.